we're living in one of the greatest times of social revolution. Not since the days of Gutenberg and his press in Europe in the 15th century. The explosion of social media, and it has been an explosion, literally tearing apart the passivity and, and, and lag of old media. Social media and its instantaneous availability of information has bombarded us with live news from around the world, tweets of earthquakes in real time to spoiler alerts from cliffhanging season finales, all right alongside of photos of what's for lunch and videos of cute kittens. Whether it's the Kardashians or the kittens, we're living in the midst of a social revolution. That's why the United Nations declared internet access a basic human right. It can change the world, they said. You know, it wasn't long ago that our grandparents used the motto, loose lips sink ships, and they reminded us to keep secrets. Information was power, and only those in power had the information or should have the information. And we seem to sleep better at night, not knowing what was really going on as it was going on until we found out what they wanted us to know. And that's one of the greatest generational divides we face today. The secret keeping of diplomacy and the power brokers of that, of that regime versus the open source world that we need to share everything. Uh, yes, things have changed from Julian Assange and WikiLeaks to Snowden and the NSA surveillance program. Now we know that there are secrets, but we're no longer sure it's a good thing. Sociologists say the way we use information in our world has shifted from a need to know to a need to share culture, a need to know to a need to share culture. And with so much information available so easily, so quickly, we may suffer from information overload, sometimes called data smog, or my favorite, infobesity. Yes, infobesity. I didn't make up that one. So much information doesn't necessarily make life easier. In the 1970s, the average grocery store had about 9,000 products on the shelf. Today, that number is over 40,000. For every single decision we make, we have a dozen choices. Picking one bottle of ketchup means deciding against a dozen others. Multiply that by every item on our grocery list, and simple shopping trips turn into thousands and thousands of decisions. So you'll probably agree, there's a lot of information out there, and it's overwhelming, especially for those trying to get noticed. If you're in sales or marketing, promotion, or fundraising, your battle is beating all that noise. There are two options that prevail today, uh, and I hate both. Uh, blending in and riding the wave is the first, and the, the second is reinventing the wheel. Uh, both of them fail to attract attention, and attention is the number one commodity that you're after. Uh, the alternative? The alternative is telling a better story. Now, a better story is not just about you, your product, or your mission, but it's a story that creates a world for people who want to be part of it, that's open to them, inviting, somewhere where they can find their dreams fulfilled. It creates a world in which they can feel at home, 
a story by which they can identify themselves and see themselves living in the story. Three parts. It's a narrative, not just announcements or specials. It's a process, not a single post or ad, not a goal. And it shows people they're important. They count. And this is probably the most important distinguishing feature of beating the noise with story. You show the reader, the consumer, the customer, the person you want to value, that they're the center, that they're the ones who are the hero of your story. Thank you for listening to School of Stories with James Callahan. To learn more, contact me at callahansocialmedia at gmail.com. Thank you.